Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're going to be reviewing Easy A. I've talked a little bit about high school comedies. This genre was made popular by John Hughes. Uh, he wrote films like The Breakfast Club, Weird Science, Sixteen Candles, and Pretty in Pink. This film, you could say, is a response to that genre. The story of this movie is a modern telling of The Scarlet Letter, set in high school. However, it's not a drama like most of the versions of that story. To give you a quick summarization of the plot, a girl, played by Emma Stone, who is a nobody that doesn't want to hang out with her friend's weird parents, so she tells her that she has a date. Um, her brother, I guess, is in college. You never see him in the movie, but she has an older brother, and she claims that he set her up with a guy named George uh, for the weekend. So she sees her friend again after the weekend, and her friend accuses her of losing her virginity, even though she, she constantly says... I'm not that kind of girl, I'm not the kind of person that has one night stand. She continues to berate her, and she ends up tell, uh, telling a lie, saying that yes, I did sleep with him, and I lost my virginity, and unfortunately, the I guess you would call her the, the mean girls of the high school, but uh, she is actually a, a leader of the Jesus, the Jesus freaks <laughs> of the high school, so she leads like this band of kids that are super bible thumpy um and so she very much frowns upon that and they basically slut shame her uh, in the beginning for losing her virginity um, and then other uh, antics ensue um, there's a character in this movie brandon uh, he's gay and she's friends with him and they both get an intention together uh, be because he uh, called the principal a fascist because he was a homophobe he wouldn't do anything about him being bullied for being homosexual so they're in detention together and then brandon comes with his idea because they talk about how they need to lie to get to just try and fit in so he she then says maybe you should lie about having sex like i did so people stop making fun of you for being gay so he then asks her to uh pretend to have sex with him at a party so to make it seem real because if he just says he slept with a random person no one will believe him so he ends up giving her money to target um in exchange for the the reputation and then antics is who passed that if you want to know the rest of the story well you should watch the movie uh, <laughs> this movie is a great example of quirk dialogue quirk dialogue is when characters talk and act in a way that nobody does in real life a dialogue usually uses large vocabulary and phrases that aren't conventionally used in normal conversation also people talk at a very fast pace that makes characters sound witty and intelligent uh, it's it, it adds just a, a layer of um it does make it seem that it's not as real, but it makes it, uh, it helps scenarios like this one in the movie seem more real. I guess that's the best way to describe it. Uh, this movie has a legitimate love story. Most rom-com romances are ridiculous and extremely unrealistic. And if you listen to my podcast enough, you know I'm not a big fan of rom-coms most of the time. However, this movie has a much more realistic relationship with the character Todd, or Woodchuck Todd, or Lobster Todd, whatever you want to call them. Uh, they have a long-term history that is connected to the arc. So, uh, when she was a kid in middle school, uh, Todd and her were put in a room for Seven Minutes of Heaven, and he was really nervous about it because they were kids, and she agreed that 
she would lie and say that they did kiss, but they didn't actually have to. So Todd knows that she actually doesn't do any of the things that she pretended to do because he previously known she had a history of helping people out when they needed help in that type of situation and that she would be willing to lie for for those of the downtrodden um, as they so usually use in this movie. Uh, yeah, and he also is funny. I just like the character. Um, he's not like a dick. He legitimately cares for the character. And it's not some sort of weird, like, out of nowhere, like, oh my god, we like each other. Like, you can clearly tell they had, like, a long-term, like, they've known each other for a long time. And they have that dynamic. Um, this movie also has some great side characters. Her teacher and her parents being my favorites. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church plays the teacher, which most of you probably know him as, like, Sandman, or maybe George of the Jungle. Um, and gives some great jokes. And is a teacher that you would want. Um, he's very, he, yeah, he's very sarcastic, has that type of attitude where he actually wants to connect with the students, and if there's a problem with them, he actually legitimately wants to help. It just makes his character more likable. Uh, Stanley Tucci and Patricia Clarkson play her parents. They are definitely the normal, they definitely do not fit the normal parental role. Um, they're very quirky, and I guess you would call them free-spirited in terms of their approach to how they deal with them. Although, they're a lot more open, and I think that's what, um, just really adds to Emma Stone's character Olive. That's what makes her more understanding and more willing to help people. Um, they very much show that through her parents. At least they're the way they treat their daughter. They trust her and only really want to support her. Stanley Tucci is my favorite character in this movie and he has great comedic time and delivery. Some of my favorite jokes and one of the more memorable quotes from this movie, at least for me and some of my family members that we quote this movie to each other, is pretty much all the Stanley Tucci lines. Overall, it's a pretty enjoyable movie. Um, I think the quirk dialogue really adds some genuine humor to this movie. Um, if you like films like Juno or something along those lines, or that's not the conventional rom-com, but they kind of have this like weird dynamic and the character usually has more of a nihilistic role. Sometimes, um, uh, Olive has more of an upbeat uh, look at the world in this movie. Um, I like how they outwardly address, they're like, why, aren't, why isn't real life like the films we saw from the 80s written by John Hughes? Um, which is why I kind of, which is probably why I appreciate this movie more than a lot of the other rom-coms, is that they don't just openly like, oh yeah, this fantastical stupid shit you saw in movies always happens, and that never really gets to happen in this movie. Um, I will say I'm, I wasn't a big fan of her friend. Um, the character is just kind of annoying, and I never really understood why she was friends with her in the first place. She's very much against a lot of Olive's like. Out, uh, like outlooks on life and the way that she her morals and everything like that they just don't really fit so I just don't really understand how they were friends in the first place I mean at least they, at the end of the movie they aren't necessarily friends anymore it's more just like Olive's like hey you know sorry I initially lied to you but the friend wasn't really good to her either in fact she pretty much just called her bitch and shit like that all the time she wasn't necessarily a friend it was more just someone that she could like be above and that's probably why they end up not really being friends in the end. So I'm glad that that didn't happen. Um, yeah, so I give this movie an 8 out of 10. It's a really good movie. Um, I think some of the the story can slow down a little bit in the middle of the movie. Um, there's not a whole lot of, like, conflict, I guess. There's I don't know. There's not a whole lot of tension in the movie. I mean, there is towards the end. But it's nothing that, like, would be world-ending. At least, in that, and that's fine. Um... But I don't feel like Emma Stone's character really 
changed that much. There wasn't a whole lot of arc. It's more of just her like not really willing to lie anymore for people. And that's and that is an arc in itself, but it's not a, a character change. Like her, Emma herself, well, Olive, Emma Stone plays her. Olive herself doesn't really change, which I think brings it down slightly. And then I didn't really care for the final. Um, but yeah, overall, it was a really good movie, and I highly recommend it. It's one of the better rom-coms. Definitely, definitely one of the better rom-coms that are out there with how many shit ones are. So yeah, hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want to do a bit of a short one today. And if you want to learn more about my new sponsor, Viking Fitness, stay tuned. Hey guys, I want to take a minute and talk about fitness. Are you looking to get back into shape or take your fitness to the next level? If so, go to vikingfitnessnh.com. With Viking Fitness, your plan is created by a certified professional specifically for you and only you. No cookie cutter plans, period. You will be provided with detailed information on how to train your body and how to fuel it correctly so you can achieve your goals. With Viking Fitness, you can get quality distance coaching, video check-ins, and access to an entire community for a very affordable price and no bullshit. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com or call 603-393-7528. And again, that's 603-393-7528 today. Thank you.